rdtdaily.com presents a Tara Buster with comedian Tara Devlin. Right, there we go. Okay, that's the button. My name is Tara Devlin. Thanks for hanging out. Guys, guys, guys. We're on the right side of history. We're on the right side of decency, dignity, democracy, and humanity. This is unapologetic liberal talk. Thanks for hanging out. Thanks for joining. And already we have people filling into the chat room. Thank you, Haiku, for your super chat. Thank you so much. Haiku is also doing double duty as our chat room moderator. So go to youtube.com slash C for channel slash Tara Buster and meet Haiku and be nice or he'll kick you out of the chat room. Well, it's all he's he's more tolerant than I am. But and Jim, thank you, Jim, for your super chat, as always. Right out of the gate. Jim says, hi, all. So, okay, let's get this, let's let's start the show, damn it. My name is Tara Devlin. We meet here every Saturday evening in the 8 o'clock vicinity. It's, I guess so, I don't know. We used to meet at 6 o'clock now. It's been in, around 8, I don't know. We'll see how, how that goes. Um, I appreciate you being flexible, but of course, if you're listening on the podcast, you don't, it doesn't matter. You're making your own time. So, um, all right, we meet here. What else do we do? Okay, we're on FYI Nation, um, which is a independent liberal radio network where you, I think, I mean, if you can support FYI Nation to become a subscriber, keep that network going and growing. And later on, around 7, what time is it? I just said it was 8 o'clock. 8.40 in, the, in that vicinity, around a half hour from now, we'll have Natalie Davis will call in. She's a new, well, she's not new. She's had shows in the past, not new to broadcasting. But there's a new show on FYI Nation every Saturday. I mean, every Saturday. That's my show. Every day from 9 a.m. to noon so you have a new liberal net live liberal liberal show to talk to uh you know start your day with so and uh natalie's calling in soon so we'll talk about the show and what else verdant square radio that's another independent liberal station okay i know everybody's pulling you in all these different directions just stay here stay at stay listening to tara buster and support Tara Buster at uh, patreon.com slash Tara Devlin. And I'll, I mean, I'll just stay here and I'll tell you all the cool liberal shows to listen to. The real liberals. The real liberal. This is the real liberal media. What, what are we going to do? All right. All right. Um, yeah. We, we, got no, we got no new patrons to cheer and welcome to the team. So hopefully that'll... Hey, hey, all you got to do is go to patreon.com slash Tara Devlin for whatever amount of, um, you know, a month, $2 a month, a dollar a month, whatever you want to do. Anyway, it helps. It all helps just because the more people subscribe, you know, it just looks better too. That's why the Republicans, whenever, see, we broadcast on YouTube and all other platforms, Facebook, Patreon, not Patreon. What am I talking about Patreon? Uh, Facebook. What's the other one? We, we uh, 
well, rockfin.com. We're on Rockfin, on uh, Discord and all that. Not Discord. What's the other one? Oh, Twitch. That's right. We are on Discord, but it's not. We're not broadcasting on Discord. So if you want to join our Discord community, look at the links in the in the description. All right. All right. But uh, what was I saying? God damn. Hold on. Everything sucks. I'm hearing myself go back at me. That's why I'm like, what is happening? Okay, that's better. All right, so let's get going. The show isn't all plugs. <laughs> God help us. Yeah, we we just don't have those big billionaire benefactors. This is the problem. Um, I would love to be a billionaire myself. I don't know. I'm actually not. Billy, there's no reason to have billionaires. We know that it's uh, it, it really does piss me off. So let's dive in with another thing that's pissing me off beyond I can't even... I, I don't even know how to process this. And this is why I titled the show. I mean, we'll talk about a few things tonight, but we're going to start off with this particular abomination. And it's this is why I titled the show Being Republican Means Never Saying We're Sorry. Oh, putting aside everything else that they that they suck at, that they touch and thereby turn to crap. Everything they touch turns to a disaster because, do you know why? It's not just because they're incompetent. They're not really incompetent. They're because they're not trying to have a functioning democracy. They're trying to destroy it. So that what's excused away as no one ever knew we never foresaw this we could never see it coming is all it's, that's just a ruse to cover what they're actually up to which is the destruction of democracy there's no doubting that know them by their fruit know them by their actions know them by their friends know them by the heroes they worship know them by the people they applaud like Erdogan and Putin. So, I mean, we keep saying how, um, you know, when we think about all the, the disasters that this country has been dragged through, we keep saying, oh, well, we could never have predicted. But it's bullshit. It's time to stop with that canard because it also is an enabler. It's gives the republicans cover but okay besides everything that they touch the afghanistan war the um i i'm really getting um beyond it's beyond tedious to listen to the right-wing pundits attack joe biden for the for the disaster that they left him and this is what always happens they leave the everything they touch they destroy but they leave us with a heaping pile of shit because of the fact that we were able to get them out of office so they left obama and us by extension the second near republican great depression in 100 years and then all while he's trying to uh, do the job of president what are they doing Nothing. They're not doing anything to help fix the, what they broke. 
Because in their view, it's not broken. They like it like that. They want a crashed economy with desperate working people because guess what? They're not desperate, you know, the ones in the 1% and they're enablers. They're not the desperate ones. They don't care. No matter what happens, they're going to be protected. So they don't give a crap about the American worker. In fact, the less the less uppity, the better. And how do you make a worker less uppity? You take away this his or her security. That's it. I mean, and then you have, well, you also have them pitted against each other, especially along racial lines. So, but everything that they, they the Republicans touch turns to crap, as we know. And um, all the while, well, here, let me just start this before before Natalie calls and then before we get into the other stories. I'm, I, this is just beyond belief, really. It's, uh, you might have heard of it, probably did, because you got everybody usually um, who listens to the show is pretty well informed. But the, um, this attorney general from South Dakota, Jason Ravsborg, have you heard of him? I just found out about this not too long ago, but um, was keeping an eye on it. And, it's it, it, I'm outraged. Okay, here's here's a guy. Let me just well, let me just break it down. He's the attorney general of South Dakota. Was driving home one night and he killed. He hit a man with his car, drove off, and then um, called nine one one saying, "I think I hit a deer." And um, the next day. They, he, he, I don't know, went to the, well, what did he do? He, he called 911. He was giving himself a cover story. And then he went to the police after, oh, he said he went back to the crash scene or the scene where he thought he hit deer and he discovered it wasn't a deer. It was a human being. Oh my God. But he didn't know that. You see, he just drove off and left a man to die or Perhaps he was already dead because it gets even worse. What he said that he thought it was a deer. <laughs> I mean, it's just, just a complete lie. Hold on a second. My name is Tara Devlin. I'll be right back. This is Unapologetic Liberal Talk. Why is that so loud? All right, so we're talking about the Attorney General of South Dakota, which, I mean, he's still the Attorney General. Even though six months ago, not only did he hit a man with his car, then he called 911 to say that he thought he hit a deer, (laughs) and he was, like, laughing it off with the, whoop, whoop, we can play the 911 call. And then he, uh, the next day he turned himself, well, he went to the police and he said that, oh, I thought what I thought was a deer was actually a man. But then when they started to investigate the crash, it ends up that his car, he took the car, his car in for repairs because it was, it was damaged because of a man, um, was murdered with his, with his vehicle. And, the they could tell through the investigation that the guy hit, the guy's face hit the windshield of the attorney general's 
car and it went through the windshield and his glasses were in the guy's goddamn front seat. And that's where the cops found them. And he says he thought it was a deer. I don't know. I never saw any ophthalmologists in the deer community, but uh, oh, well. And I never really saw I've, I've never seen a deer walking on two legs. Oh, have I? I saw a video of a deer punching a guy once. That was pretty good. He's a hunter. And uh, but um, this is the Republican Party. You know what I mean? The party of life. The party of uh, patriotism? Is that, that's not very patriotic of you to murder one of your fellow Americans and leave them dying on the side of the road. I mean, how, what a disgrace. And then when he was confronted, the other thing was that the guy who was walking on the road who was hit was carrying a very bright flashlight because of the fact that he was walking on the road. And I think I think it was his car had broken down, and but anyway, um, there was no way that the, he could have missed it, missed because the flashlight was on the next day when the cops went and found the body, his flashlight was still on. So they said there was absolutely no way for him not to see that flashlight in the middle of the night, and also when they got his phone records from the phone company. They position, they could put him in the location of the, um, of the body. And they said there's no way he missed seeing uh, the fact that this, there was a, a human dead on the side of the road. There is absolutely no way that happened because, because what he did was he got out of the car he said he looked, but he saw he didn't see anything. So he got back in the car. But the fact is, they could put him, they pinpointed him right near where the body was. And um, also, <laughs> through his, his phone records, they saw that he was, he, on, uh, he had a newspaper article open on his phone. He was reading emails. So that's why he hit the guy. And of course, he lies. He lied about it. It's disgusting that not, I mean, not only did he do this and leave someone to die, but lie about it, lie to the police, make a cover story for 911, and, and assume that everyone is as dumb as the people who voted for him by not taking any responsibility. I mean, the complete and utter callousness and the callousness against uh, other people's lives. This is who they are fundamentally at their core. That's a person, that's the attorney effing general. Wait a minute, let's play, there's a local news story. I'll probably give you a better backgrounder on it where is it oh well I don't think I have it here well fuck me you don't even know what happens all day guys I mean I'm like working trying to catch videos and all then I just I guess I didn't output it 
discrimination. Hold on. I got 20 other videos here. Let's play this. Here it is. Here's the 911. We'll play it off the screen here. Hello. Hi. Can you hear me? Hello. 911, this is Allie. How can I help you? Allie, this. Well, Allie, I'm the Attorney General, and I am. I don't know. I hit something. You I'm hit something. By Highmore. Yes. Highmore. I was in the middle of the can road. You okay, give me one second here. Let me get oh. the map. Do you know oh, you where hit you're something. At? Hmm. I believe I'm by Highmore. I can. I'm right. I can see the town. Okay. I think that's Highmore. East or west? I just went to it. Wow. I am. The callousness, the indifference, the casual way that he's speaking to this woman. He just effing murdered somebody with his car, and there is no doubt that he saw this corpse lying by the side of the road. Did he stop to see if he could offer some assistance? If something, I mean. He didn't do. He didn't do anything except think of himself, which is such a republican thing to do. But yet, he's still the attorney general of the state of South Dakota. Which I mean, why is there a South Dakota? Why are there two Dakotas? Come on, South Dakota is like less than a million people. There's, I had. There are more people in this friggin' neighborhood in my county in Queens than there are in the entire state of South Dakota, okay? Jesus. West of Highmore. Okay. Wow. Uh, about a mile, you said. Okay. And this is Scott. Up to say again. And what was your name? Jason, Jason. Brownsburg. Brownsburg. Perfect. Okay. And you said he got the only are you injured at all, Jason? Oh, it's all about you. Oh, boy. Poor guy. Wow. I'm okay. My car's banged up, though, man. Smashed my windshield. Okay, do you think it was a deer or something? I have no idea. Could be. I mean, it was right in the roadway. Oh. Could be. And were you traveling? Could be anything. Could be a human. Yes, Westman, back to Pierce. Okay. Alrighty, well, I will go ahead and let the uh, sheriff know he's the one that's on call right now. He'll be responding from home, and I'll have him come out and talk to you and take the report. Can I just get the license plate off your vehicle, Jason? Yes. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Zero 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 two seven. Okay. Government plate. Well, it's a bronze star plate. Okay. It's my personal car. Okay. Uh, there's no urgency. Uh, there's no concern. All right. Thank you. Complete welcome, and utter sociopathy yet again in the Republican Party. Complete and utter disregard. For somebody's life. And then he drives away. Calls 911. Oh, my car's sure banged up. It's all banged to shit, my car. It's going to be pretty penny. 
That's how vile. That's how much they these Republicans care about the American people. Yeah, well, here's the report, actually, the local news report. Kelsey Passel. Glad to have you along here at 6 o'clock. I'm Brian Allen. Over the last 24 hours, we have received a little more insight into the investigation surrounding the accident that involved Attorney General Jason Roundsburg and the death of Joseph Beaver. The South Dakota Department of Public Safety released two videos yesterday showing three hours of interviews involving Roundsburg and agents with the North Dakota BCI. Jacob Sersosimo has been looking into those videos to break things down for us in our 6 o'clock top story. Good evening, Jacob. Yeah, Brian and Kelsey, the new videos released are giving us a better explanation of what exactly happened the night of the accident just outside of Highmore, including new information about Roundsburg's phone usage minutes before the accident and him potentially walking right past the body of Joseph Good. Beaver around the time of the 911 call. Investigators tracked Roundsburg's phone the night of the accident and found evidence that indicates he was logged into his email and clicked through news stories minutes before the accident. I remember sitting it down. Look at this. It's the, I, I, pretty confident I shut the radio off and then, then went, you know, uh, looked at the speedometer. I mean, it was the best I remember. Yes, yes. I and would never. Wham. I did nothing wrong. I'm not a Republican. I know it's the law. You're a fucking liar. And you murdered someone. You After the accident, Roundsburg called 911. And when the sheriff arrived, he says he grabbed his proof of insurance out of his glove compartment. And that's right near where investigators later discovered a major piece of evidence. Joseph Beaver's glasses. So, did you see the glasses right next to that? I did not. Okay. You showed me the glasses the first time. They're the first time they're Joe's glasses. I wondered. I weren't. I wondered about that. I wondered if that it was the deer's glasses. I don't know. Oh gee. Oh look at the f the f the uh, oh so. Oh, I was thinking that his face. Were the and so command performance. I thought there'd been blood everywhere. Then now you know I've I've thought about it. Yeah, I and mean, and you've had time. Right. His glasses are right there. Jason, those are Joe's. I did, I did not see the glass. Oh, so, so sure. isn't that horrible? He's, so the only way for he's them upset. to get there is through the windshield. The oh. interviews say witnesses saw Beaver walking with a flashlight that night, and that flashlight was still on the next day when investigators arrived at the scene. Roundsburg said after the crash, he walked towards Highmore to read a sign, and investigators questioned how he could have missed the flashlight. It was 400 and some steps because he's a filthy disgusting okay, lying republican well, who doesn't mine, care about american lives other than him own, uh, his own did you see the flashlight he was carrying no ever when you walk back to really down. that's pretty remarkable no. probably because you were looking at your phone it was pitch dark out there right just because jason we went out there another right. night with that flashlight um, recently and uh -huh. put it back in the same spot it was in okay. with it back on uh -huh. and it, it's hard to miss I mean it truly is hard to miss when you're out there especially if you're walking back towards Highmore oh, now you can you watch the, the full interviews on our news app scan the corner of your screen right now with your smartphone to find that all right whatever he, he, Ronsberg said quote I don't know what I would have done different Kelsey all right I don't know what I would have done different I don't know about you guys, but this makes me um, makes me murderous with rage. 
It really does. Listening to these, these, I mean, it, it's just so typical here. And well, the, um, I'm sure you could figure out where we're going here. The fact is there will be no consequences for this, this, this filthy sociopath because he got, uh, he, he cut a plea deal and he's going to remain as he has no, uh, he has no plans to resign. Where is it? Unbelievable. He takes a plea deal. Here's from the Daily Beast. Jason, what, how, Revens, Rasbo, how do you pronounce the guy's name? He said it 10 times. Uh, hit a man as he was driving home from a GOP fundraiser one night and kept driving. He later said he thought he hit a deer. Okay. He will um, cut, he cut already this no jail deal. He is, of course, the state's top law enforcement officer. How many people are going to continue, are going to vote for him again? I wonder. Because this is South Dakota. It is basically, if you have a R after your name, you're a shoe in for whatever post you're running for. So will they vote for him again? Of course they will. This is what it means to be a, a, a Republican. And they are, uh, there is no doubt in my mind, that man, this attorney general of South Dakota, he, this is a sociopath. How do you hit somebody 20, uh, 30 seconds later, whatever, a couple of minutes, he gets on the phone to 911. You heard him. He is not even, he's not quivering. He's not upset. He's laugh, laughing and casual about it. Oh, my car sure is banged up. <laughs> and then... We saw the command performance of his hands and his, his head in his hands. Oh, no. You mean those are his glasses? Well, who the fuck glasses are they? The deers? It's so disgusting. But this is what Republicans are and what they do. They don't care about this country or anybody in it. It's not that this one incident or, uh, you know, uh, is emblematic of everyone, but uh, it's a large chunk of Republicans never saying sorry. That's it. Never taking responsibility. They don't take responsibility for all the disasters they create. This is the, what they um, have learned. And being a Republican means you never have to say sorry. You never have to be accountable to anybody or take responsibility for the disasters you create. I don't give a shit, buddy. If you're the attorney general, you got a nice cushy job and you want to, you, 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 he wants to keep his nice cushy life. Oh, well, he killed somebody. I'm sure he slept well that night. Well, he's probably upset thinking about, how am I going to get out of this jam? 
Well, you came up with a plan. I'll go and I'll, I already made the 911. I said, I thought it was a deer. And then I'll go and I'll um, say, oh no, I found it. it was a man. It wasn't a deer. And then I'll feign all kinds of um, emotion and uh, sadness when the police interview me and they confront me with the evidence that they know I was standing by the corpse of the man I just killed. They know I was on the phone scrolling and looking at my email because they could tell that. They know where I was. They know that I was standing next to the corpse and the corpse had a giant, very bright flashlight that no one could miss. And then he goes to the police and comes up with this, 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 I mean, uh, this, this fake ass emotion And we all have to, I guess, go on. And now somebody else is dead. And that's what it means to live in a country run by sociopaths. Because he's not leaving. Not only is he not going to jail, he's going to stay as the attorney general. Can you effing believe this? Now, Al Franken does a, a, a picture with somebody uh, on a comedy tour where he's goofing off and pretending to grab somebody's breasts. Whoopie and doopie, and he resigns, yet Republicans can murder people and they get to maintain their positions. The, uh, this is a position of public trust? It's out, It's outrageous. And then another American life that means nothing. Because there's no, that's what that's, that is. Your life is nothing in regard, in relation to any Republican ambition. Who cares? You, you, whatever, who are you? You shouldn't have been walking on the road. Oh, well. He was able to avoid both a trial and jail time in light of the plea deal. He was fined $500. That's it. Now, if you remember before the, when pot was legal, I mean illegal, you know, you, you'd pay a larger fine being arrested for selling marijuana or possessing marijuana. And you'd get some jail time, too. And probably your goddamn life would be ruined and you'd be kicked off the voting rolls. But a... Wait, wait, wait. Oh, where is it? Hold on. Here's the music. Hold on. My name is Tara Devlin. That's... That's it. Uh, Okay, so here... What did he... He got... He... He... Okay, this is what he pled to. He pleaded no contest to misdemeanor traffic charges. Are you fucking kidding me? This is why this country has PTSD. There is no justice. Remember the old no justice, no peace? I guess we've all given up. Because there is no peace. Period, I suppose. Everyone's just like, eh. Just try not to get hit by a Republican. This is what happens in this country. You could go to school and be murdered. 
You can go to a concert, be murdered. You can walk down the street, get hit by a Republican and who drives away and comes up with a story. And there's no accountability ever. There's no responsibility, accountability. Nothing changes. Your life is nothing. Oh, well, move on. As long as they got theirs, because he's going to stay as the attorney general. He's not going to take any time and look at himself and say, holy shit, I murdered somebody. I killed someone. I mean, it wasn't meant to be, but that's why we have vehicular manslaughter. He didn't do it deliberately, but you could say being an arrogant white piece of wasted human DNA gave him the impression that he could do whatever the F he wants. It's his world. We all live in it. If he wants to drive fast down a highway at night and peruse his emails, then that's what he's going to do. And he will not be lectured by the likes of us. Oh, he took his lumps. He got a misdemeanor traffic charge that killed a man. He avoided both a trial and jail time. He was fined $500 for each of the two misdemeanor charges, and a judge ordered that he pay the court costs. Oh, wow. This is what it's like being a, a Republican. They get, they get it all. It's like the world is their oyster. They roll out the red carpet for these pricks. You could be an insurrectionist. You could be a traitor. You could make deals with the enemy behind our backs. You could do whatever you can do in your power to make the lives of the American people brutal and short. And there's no accountability and that's what b being a Republican is. I, and this is why they are constantly, I mean, this is projection. They're constantly uh, talking about how much they love life because it's all a goddamn ruse. They love life like you know, they, they talk about life all the time. Oh, we're the party of life and freedom and, uh, and Santa Claus is white. Yeah, they, but there's... <laughs> It's never, uh, you know, there's nothing will change with them. Nothing's going to change. And we're the what's the message here? We're, well, the message is you're nothing. You are nothing. It's their world. It's their country. And they're fixing it. So they're going to maintain permanent power which is not democracy. We know that. And uh, what, I mean, what is this? It's like everything they touch turns to shit. They destroy everything they touch. They're, they're not um, sincere actors. They're not trying to fix, let's say, the situation in Afghanistan that they started, Okay and hand it over like a big heap of a piling steaming heap of poo poo as they always do they always do that to democrat and then they stand back do nothing point fingers and say yeah 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 you well, you're not cleaning it up fast enough you well, you're doing it wrong 
Who, who in their right mind will give these people power? They're unfit. God damn it. And that's why they, they know they're unfit. They know they're not fit to function in a democratic society. So that's why they're um, doing all they can to make sure that nobody can vote them out of office. I mean, I, I had to share this story because um, it's disgusting. And here, you want to hear, it gets even worse. South Dakota Attorney General, then he says, this was in July, that his crash victim wanted to die. Can you fucking believe these pricks? Um, he says that the man he ran over and killed while scrolling through his phone on highway on a highway at night, wanted to die. In court documents filed on Friday, the state's top lawman claimed that the victim, Joe Bover, Bover, yes, was depressed and suicidal and may have, may have thrown himself in front of his car. So not only did he kill this man, now he's killing his reputation, killing his uh, family's peace of mind, which I'm sure he, he already killed that night. Because you're nothing. Today he's going to wipe your ass. He will wipe his ass with this man's death certificate, if need be. And that's what he's doing right here. Oh, I didn't hit him. He wanted to kill himself. He threw himself. He threw his own head into my windshield. He looked a lot like a deer when he was doing it, though. Oh, my God. The, the uh, asshole's lawyer says he's seeking a court order that would force health care providers to release his victim's psychiatric records for exculpatory information concerning his suicidal ideation. The filing quotes Bover's cousin as saying that he was an admitted alcoholic with a brooding depressive streak unparalleled by anyone else I have known. And he said that, but he said, if he told him if he did kill himself, he would do it by being struck by a vehicle? I believe with very high degree of confidence that he, that Joe committed suicide by throwing himself into the path of my speeding car. Um, yeah. Okay. Bullshit. Unreal. But there, he's not here to defend himself. And even if he was an alcoholic, who cares? That doesn't mean... Um, he murdered himself or uh, the, the people who passed him on the road actually said they saw him walking on the road. He was walking normally, wasn't stumbling and he was holding a very bright, large flashlight so everyone can see him. So this wouldn't happen. Now, if he wanted to die that night, wouldn't, why would you bring the flashlight? Because the flashlight is a safety thing where you're saying don't hit me please I don't want to die yeah right Jim on the chat it was the aliens that's right maybe it was the illegals 
Oh, geez. I'm sorry. Okay, guys, guys, guys. We're on the phone right now. We got Natalie Davis. Natalie. Hello. Hello. Oh, all right, all right, all right. I, I always have to hold my breath for a second to see if the phones are working. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, hello, Natalie. As uh, you can hear hello. me, I imagine, right? You, I can. Because you're responding. So that's good. And welcome. Welcome to the show. My Well, you know, my Thank name you. is Tara Devlin. This is on the phone. We have Natalie Davis, a host F- of FYI Nation's new call-in talk show. So, and that's starting launching um, Monday morning at 9 a.m. So tell me about Next your show. <laughs> Essentially, uh, it's going to be a compendium of daily issues. Your morning wake up. We'll make fun of morning show. Yes. We'll talk about leftist stuff. And we'll talk to people. Right. Hear what they have to say. Uh speak out against the misinformation, the disinformation, mm. laugh at what's going on on Twitter. We're going to learn stuff. We're going to have some fun. And more importantly, we're going to give people a chance to say what they have to say right. about the, you know, life here in Plantation Nation. Mm, mm, mm. And you're, so you're, this is just, uh, you're doing this, you're the uh, alone, right? It's not you and a co-host. It's just, well, it's you and Thomas, I would imagine, right? Every, it's just me. Every damn day? <laughs> I'm just, <laughs> I'm just Monday kidding. Monday through Friday, 9 to noon Eastern time. Wow. And you're starting on Monday. It will be available on podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. Cool. So everybody can listen to it. If you can't listen to it live in the morning, by all means, pick it up and listen to it anytime you see your schedule. That's great. Wait, hold on, Natalie. We'll be right back. My name is Tara Devil. I'm talking to Natalie Davis from FYI Nation. All right, we're back. So, Natalie, tell me what, because Thomas was uh, talking to me about your show, and he was saying how excited he is to have you on the air, and how you're even left of the leftiest leftists that uh, he knows. So, is tell me about that. Are you are you um, are you a, an actual liberal? What's what's that about? <laughs> I'm an actual left, left, leftist. What does that mean? You know what I mean? When people say that was so far left, well, what's that? What is far left in your opinion? Well, I, I guess it depends with whom you're speaking at the time. For me, I'm a well, not granola because I'm allergic to nuts, but <laughs> a, a Catholic worker, peace and love, socialist. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Green Party voter, etc. The whole nine yards. I listen to the Grateful Dead, um, and I found out that in the right circles, I'm a violent domestic extremist. So what? I guess it depends. If you want <laughs> all people to have education and food and health care and decent lives, that's mm-hmm. apparently a radical that's right. concept. Right, right. That's what I, that's, you You really hit the nail on the head there. And <clears throat> this is what drives me crazy. Uh, that's what you're saying. Uh, speaking of talking about Morning Joe, because that's what they do all the time. They they say, they talk about far left. Will, will Biden be able to 
um, appease his far left or whatever. You know, the I don't know, like what are they talking? What is far left? About, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. The funny thing about that is, Joe, people forget. They forget. He was a Tea Party Republican. Oh yeah, in Congress. Mm-hmm. 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 Remember people who Joe is. The only problem he has with the Republicans mm-hmm. is Trump. Right. Just like Liz Cheney. Yeah. You know, God bless her that she believes in the insurrection. Mm-hmm. God bless her <laughs> that she wants to stand up against people who who committed violence and, and degradation on the Capitol. Mm-hmm. She's still voting against the John Lewis voting rights. Right. Act. Exactly. So she's not our friend right and people need to remember that mm-hmm. joe doesn't care about us joe doesn't care about unhoused people right joe doesn't care about the 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 people that cory bush was standing up mm-hmm. for that's joe right doesn't care about that yep joe lives in florida yep and he doesn't bat an eye he doesn't look back at uh, you know anybody left behind he doesn't give a crap this is what he's um i mean it's just the the utter hypocrisy of these right wingers um, he's one that particularly annoys me, but he's all, he also goes on about how, um, this is one thing that drives me crazy, how Americans, I, it just, just really stuck with me because he was talking about how, um, um, in Europe they get a lot of vacation time and in, uh, Amer- he was saying Americans don't want vacation because we're driven. That's what he said. That's what he said. Yeah, really. Every time I look at his or Mika's Instagram, they're on vacation. Yes, exactly. That's what I'm saying. So it's it's like, you know, it's their world. And we all are getting the message that, oh, okay, working three uniquely American low-paying jobs and never taking a day off or never or working um, insane hours or doing my DoorDash and Uber and never having a damn day off. That's just the American or way. Right. Or health care on top of it all on uh, without health care at all. I mean, everything. While living in the middle of a food desert, relying upon mutual aid, if you can find it. Right. Uh, you know, that's the American dream. Right, Joe and Nika? We yep. should be so proud. Yes, and they, they, they're there, and this is why what you're doing is so important, because that's what we're up against. We're up against that bullshit narrative, and it is utter bullshit. And I hope the, as the real liberal media grows and gets lar- a larger audience, this, will st- this is how we shift the paradigm. We start pushing, and, and that's why I ask, what is far left? It is, there's not, it's not far left to ask. It's not. Right, it's not, humane. Exactly, to demand. It's not far left to demand a living wage. It's not far left to demand health care like everyone else on the goddamn planet has. You know, it's Thank not you. far left to ask for uh, the things that we have come to believe uh, is just a given, like an eight-hour workday. That was considered far left at one time, the eight-hour work. I mean, people died for the fucking eight-hour workday, you know? Absolutely. And now, you see see the clock going back. We're ready for Upton Sinclair's The Jungle, the sequel. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, I just... Because everything is rolling back. Yes, and it it is. It absolutely is. I see my kid working DoorDash, 
working his tail mm-hmm. off and seeing nothing for it except right. wear and tear on his car. That's it, because I mean, that's that is, it. He mm-hmm. didn't go to school for a finance degree for that. Right, right, right. You well, that's right, right. Well, that's what they want. Something wrong with the whole. That's, that's of course what they want. Yeah. And not only that, Tara, they want us to be grateful for it. Yes. And they want us to praise them yep yeah. well they want us to say this is america that uh, this is the thing that gets me um they're always like whenever you get an actual liberal every now and then something might happen on, on the corporate media they all they always go after it like um not only how you're gonna pay for it or or the other thing they say is that's not america they pay for the wars exactly oh well we never (laughs) asked that we never asked that and that's why you know they and then they they they, um i mean well this is why i do the show too to we're trying to shift this narrative where people the working class needs to understand that they that we're in this together that um, you know, uh, this is not normal to have a country um, that is this economically divided. It, I mean, it's it's not sustainable for a democracy, and this they know that the Republicans understand that. That's why they're doing everything they can to whittle well, away actually, at democracy. If, if we're going to be honest, they all know. Let's, yes, let's be real here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This has been going on for half. A millennium. Mm. This is the plot. Yes. Everything right. that is happening is a feature, not a bug. Mm-hmm. The cruelty is the point. Yep. They're trying to gaslight a lot of people, and they're working because the education system is so pissed for. Right. Right. You're our own worst yes. enemy. Yes. Yep. Because we keep listening to those who are killing us and allowing us to die. While, while telling them that the more we do to make them rich, it's going to work out for us. Right. And it never works out for us. That's true. Yep. Yep. We and- need to stop drinking the Kool-Aid. We need to start handing out education. Yes. And we need to, to see more people get the very basic truth that a kid could figure out. Mm-hmm. This whole system does not work, could never work, right. is not economically sta- sustainable, is not morally or ethically sustainable, and never has been. Right. It was doomed at the start when they turned humans into chattel. Right. And there's no coming back from that because mm-hmm. these jerks won't even acknowledge it. Right. Here we are in a land where for show, we have a federal holiday called Juneteenth. And in 15 states in this country, by law, we cannot talk about it in school. Oh, right. That's true. Right. uh, Because they they don't like being called racist. You understand? That's it. That's it. They could be racist. I don't know if you saw those, uh, the Texas. Don't make my kid feel like. Right. He's going to feel so bad for himself. I, I'm an oppressor. But they say that they, I mean, it's such bullshit. Native Americans. Yeah, right. 500 years ago. Oh, forget it. They felt about themselves. Right. Exactly. Exactly. But it's just so ridiculous. It's ridiculous. It's like. <laughs> On streaming TV, NBC produces it. Stars Ed Helms, who used to be in the office. 
It's called Rutherford Falls. It's actually quite good mm -hmm. and quite smart if you, if you can catch it. But in 2021, it's a sitcom gently discussing what's been done over the ha last half millennium. Hmm. Now, of course, it is presented to an American audience through the eyes of a white guy and through the perspective of said white guy um, to a backdrop of Native Americans actually written by Native Americans. Oh, is that what um, uh, I've, I haven't seen the show, but I'm, I'm looking at the website now. You can find it. I think it's on Peacock. Yeah, that's what it says. On streaming on Peacock. So it's this is about yeah. what is it? It's about um, Native it's Americans. About a little town mm -hmm. in the Northeast United States. The backstory is that Ed Helms' character, who is a lovable, goofy, well-meaning idiot, just like the character he played on The Office. This time, however, he is the last member who still remains in this town of Rutherford Falls. Wait, hold on a second, Natalie. Hold on. We'll be right back. This is Tara Devil. I'm talking to Natalie Davis. All right. Sorry about that. The the cues, the audio cues for Progressive Voices. Can you hear the audio, by the way? I'm just asking to make to see if... Yeah, uh, so you yeah. heard it. Oh, oh, okay, good. Because I didn't know. Sometimes <laughs> we have it set... I mean, I don't know if you follow the show there's a lot of technical problems and we yeah, had yeah. <laughs> we had some problems yeah. with um uh the guests Huge not fan. being able to hear <laughs> yes yes not well the guests not being <laughs> able to hear the show and whatnot and whatever whatever that's why i'm asking so i'm glad that you could hear it that's good well this is why like for example you're talking about this show um this is why media is so important in general and uh, because it teaches, it's, it's, you know, human beings, we are all, we're storytellers, we're communicators, we want to tell our stories. And that's why it's important to have the, the diverse stories being told that, that actually reflect the world that we live in. And, and diverse perspectives. Yes. You can't just throw uh, brown people on the screen and still have them react to everything the way the white people would. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, exactly. Or that this white person is going to have the same perspective as that white person. Right, right. Or any, I mean, it's you just know, a matter of opening up, you know? you know, to the diversity and the beauty of our country, which is, that's our greatest strength, our diversity. The fact that we are a nation of immigrants. I mean, this is something that, is unique in human history and it should be cultivated and cherished when these, uh, you know, the Republicans, they don't, I mean, please, they're, uh, they, but they never happened on these yeah. doors. Not one. No, no, right? no, 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 it hasn't. Not it one. definitely hasn't. There is no, well, let me ask you, actually, it let me, not. let me play this. This is from the Texas, the, as you know, the Texas Republicans got their quorum because some of the Texas Democrats went back to mm -hmm. Texas and um, so they <laughs> were pain of prison. <laughs> yes. And that, but they were uh, so the Republicans were able to pass their restrictive racist voting suppression law. And here's part of the debate. Let's just intentional discrimination against people of a certain race. Is that racism? <laughs> that is Ms. Hinojosa. The, those words, intentional discrimination, I think can be fairly characterized in that manner. 
did you hear the the outrage when the woman asked, "Is this racism? Intentional discrimination based on someone's skin color? Is that racism?" And you hear the Republicans in the chamber all bristle with uh, with outrage. They can't believe someone is daring to bring up the word racist and perhaps call them racist when oh heaven for i know don't want to call them racist right (laughs) well that's it it's like if you don't want to be called a racist just don't be a fucking racist don't pass racist legislation and when people come and say this is racist and you're going into history's trash pile and pulling out the same old excuses that they used through throughout jim jim crow to justify stopping people with darker pigment from voting and um that's uh, that's not supposed to be racist they're using the same old canards everything nothing has changed for them the they it's not i mean this is the thing they hate democracy they hate this country they are dragging us back to the system that the founders fought a revolution to create and entrust to us past that they they're going back to the dark ages that's the conservative end game the dark ages where we all here here this is what it looks like and it looks kind of like what we're dealing with now we all there's a there's large pock you know there's a large um working poor to exploit and there's a and small that's exactly that's exactly what they need yes this country in their eyes cannot survive without it oh that's it the idea yeah. is to keep us Pacified. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Pacified by TikTok. Pacified by junk food. Well, pacified right. Pacified by BTS. Mm-hmm. Pacified by the new Avengers movie or the new I Spider-Man. I know. Flick. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Right. I know. But that's that, but also if when you're not pacified, you know, that's cool. That's the way it is. But then if you're not pacified, the Biden administration puts together a document labeling you as a violent domestic extremist. Who who did that? By I don't know about this. The Biden administration that came out a couple of months ago. What did they do? Tell me. They put out a document, a document saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, you just Google hit 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 Google. You'll find uh-huh. it. Uh huh. Violent domestic extremist. Who is? There's a, us. A paper. We well, I don't know about you, but I am <laughs> apparently. Um, there are various, various things that are included in this to equate us with, with the Proud Boys and the GQ. Oh, you mean like the both sides thing? Uh, Is that what's going on? Very fine people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the both sides. Well, that's, you know. Mm Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Sorry. Among the things I saw on the list, and, and... so, some of the, these things are so benign, my grandmother would have been included. Mm. But the thing that really got to me was being anti-capitalism. Mm-hmm. If you're, I, I, wait a minute, I'm a Catholic worker, peace and love, militant pacifist. <laughs> and I, I, I would let somebody hurt me before I hit anybody. Right. How am I violent? Right. But I don't know. Is that, is that what he's talking about? I'm I'm looking for this thing that you're referring to, but I can't find. I just see this paper on 
um, unveiling a strategy to combat domestic extremism. But that doesn't mean, I mean, they're talking about right wingers. You'd have to read the entire thing. It's many, many, many pages. Mm -hmm, Uh, mm -hmm. And they list a host of, of, of categories, uh, a host of beliefs. And I'm sorry, from my vantage point, as somebody who has worked in communications field for more than 40 years, who has received death threats that were serious, many more that were Mm -hmm, not, mm -hmm. but I'm a target all the time. I also happen to be an unhoused human who is just making her way through the world trying to survive a Mm. pandemic and plantation nation. Mm. So what, what do you mean you're unhoused? You're works. right. You're having a trouble. You're having trouble with uh, housing. Unhoused. I think that's easy. Right. But um, yeah. so I'm sorry to hear that. that. And it is what it is. But here's the thing. So many people out there in those circumstances, so many of them still working. Mm-hmm. Still that's right. Taxes. That's it. Yep. And expected to be on point. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And they are, because they have no choice but not be. And then on top of that, to find out, to find out that because I believe in an economic system that if one believes in Jesus, Jesus would have approved of, I'm an extremist mm. and violent on top of it. Boy, oh boy. Right. Well, I have to. I'm not sure. But I can't really discuss this. Um, the the thing that you're talking about because I don't know about it. You know what I mean? So I don't know. Actually, can, yeah. We'll have to look it up because you and I can go through it together on a, a future opportunity. Sure, sure. But I'd love for you to see every word of it because it literally made me cry. Mm. Mm. Yeah. No, I'd love I to. Because I <laughs> I feel like I've been betrayed by this con- construct since before I was born. Right. Right. And Hold on a second, Natalie. Hold on, Natalie. We'll be right back. Talking to Natalie Davis, FYINation.com. All right. We're back. My name is Tara Devlin, and I'm talking to Natalie Davis, whose show is starting on on Monday morning at 9 a.m. from 9 to noon every day at FYINation.com. It's called The Call-In Show. So you could start your day there. Start your day with actual liberals, real progressives. And uh, we've... That's... Man. Yeah, that's the way to go. And so um, this is a good way to start talking about... Well, because I wanted to talk about the Supreme Court overturning or putting the, um, the nail in the coffin of the eviction moratorium. And um, I just reading Can that. Can I say something about that, please? Yes, Can of I course. Say something mm-hmm. about that. Yeah, of because course. I've been listening to a lot of people throughout the the Democratic Party, and in my area, the the Greens and 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 whatnot. And a lot of people are yelling at Cory Bush, and they're saying that this is her fault, and blah blah blah. Why? Blah, 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 blah. I'd like everybody to stop and think. Cory Bush went there with one job and one focus. And when you're doing direct action, you need to be focused. She went in there, one focus, one action. She got it done. It is not her fault. 
But why are they saying it's her fault? Who said that? Who said that it's her fault? People who don't agree. A lot of people, mostly, you know, um, oh, how do I put this? Uh, Centrists who call themselves progressives Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. are are pointing. No, I'm sorry, not them. They're the ones saying she's great. They're the ones saying she's great. The ones who are like, I don't, I don't even want to. To, to name particular philosophies, because mm-hmm. that's not even fair, because it is a diverse grouping from the left. Mm-hmm. You've got your people who are ride and die for the squad, mm-hmm. and they're standing strong for Cory Bush. You've got a lot of people who are, are farther left who look at the squad with skeptic, skepticism. I am one of them. Mm-hmm. There are also people who hate the squad. Full well, stop. They're sellouts. They're this. They're that. The mm. other. That. Those are the people I'm talking about, and they come from a variety of schools of thought, but they tend to be really, really, really left. And I love them dearly. I just think they're wrong on this particular thing, and this is why. First off, she was very focused as to what she was doing and why, and the system screwed it. You know. There's that. Number two, it is true she did not do what she needed to do for Medicare for All, mm-hmm. along with mm-hmm. AOC and the others. And I say we have every right to criticize them up, down, and, and forever on those things because those are the things they ran on. But while we criticize, we must be mindful of their realities as well, mm-hmm. whether we like it or not. We've already seen AOC be slapped left, right, all the way around by Pelosi just for flexing a little muscle. Right. They will punish you in a heartbeat. Don't forget that the Democratic Party, the DNC, during the the recent primary elections had a blacklist on any companies that helped candidates who were primarying centrist and center-right them. Mm -hmm. Yes. We always have to keep that in mind. Right. In order for them to be able to get away with anything, they really have to mind their P's and Q's. Well, yeah. Mm -hmm. I've heard talk that that Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez is perhaps considering that perhaps she'll be more effective outside of the Congress. I would say hell yes. I'd uh, say that to all of them because they're not going to let them accomplish anything there. The one honest thing that anybody can agree that Joe Biden has said ever were two things. One, there will be no fundamental change <laughs> and no one's standard of living would change. Those things he said during the election, mm. they are proving true. And the, the 500-year plan is exactly that. You look at what he has kept in place from what Trump instituted, you weep. Well, he's only... He's, and how much it's, has it's not... Less, it's like six months he's in there. No, I know. How much is... The thing that's standing in the way is are these uh, centrist, so-called moderate... They're not centrist. These right-wing Democrats, whatever the hell... The standing in the yeah, way. Mansion cinema. Yes. Yeah. The yeah. but I mean but, in but all also remember that Biden is one of them. 
No, I realize that, but I was not a Biden cheerleader. I'm I'm certainly um, pleasantly surprised that he's not that at least it seems like he is um, he's aware of the income disparity and uh, just the the horrible yeah. deal that they, he doesn't care. I don't know what he cares about or not. I think that he's just sorry. in his heart. I saw him turn to a brown person and say, you're not voting for me. You ain't black. Well, that's, I mean, this is all, and we're talking also, about the campaign now. You, you, know? understand, you understand my experience here. And this white gaze is not going to tell you. My family members, over decades, I have seen what these policies have done to them. My own family was redlined. Mm -hmm. And I have seen from the perspective of a person of color in Baltimore when I was there who has lots of people of color who are related to her who live there at various levels throughout the economic spectrum. Mm -hmm. I have the experience of covering hard news in Baltimore over a long period of time and seeing what that city was when – I was a little kid, and it was run by the Democratic machine, run by Nancy Pelosi's family. Right, right. And to see what it looks like now. No, I, I hear you. What yeah. that city looked like when I was a kid, I know what it looks like now. And I know what the policies did to families, to neighborhoods, to communities, to exactly. individual people. Yes. And much of that is right at the doorstep of Joseph Robinette Biden Jr. Mm -hmm, the architect of the crime bill. Right, yeah. He killed people. His policies killed people right. in my neighborhood that throughout Baltimore. His policies killed people who sadly are still walking around alive, mm -hmm. not living, <laughs> mm -hmm. existing, right. and suffering because of him. Yes. I know. I, I get it. We have a lot of work to do. The thing is you know, um, no, the, the, the whole thing th is I'm not looking to him <laughs> for any help. He already said no fundamental change. Well, I mean, no that was during the campaign. He's, um, uh, I would not I be to tell me the truth. And that one time he did tell the truth. The rest of it was, has been all right. Racist statements and lies. Well, I'm not, honestly, I'm not as, uh, I don't know. Um, I guess it's, um, the way I look at it, as far as Joe Biden and the Democratic Party, I, we have a big problem with conservative Dems, and we have a big problem with the system itself, the way it is broken, and this is what it produces, the money in politics. But this is what it's been for 500 years. No, I understand I, that. That's I, why, I'm you know. I'm years old. I've grown up my whole life with people saying, the Democrats are here for you. They've never right. been. All right, all right. Listen, I've listen, I'm not. 30 years for that reason. Okay. Okay. Uh, but I'm going to save my life. Right. Right. Okay. Because I am not safe in those spaces because they keep telling me that they're my saviors. No, and I mean, I, tell them my I don't know. I don't and they know. They tell me to be quiet. So I'm sorry that like happened. <laughs> I don't just like what now? Is that what you said? Am I telling you to be quiet? It's uncomfortable and I well, it's it. not. I un it's just that. Well, uh, like I am. I'm not, I'm not, let's see, we, we talk about the Democratic Party. 
when, you know, warranted. We understand what we're up against with uh, with the Could Democratic we- Party. I'm talking about me and the my the people who listen to the show for the most part. Okay. And um okay. so I'm I do not I'm not um I, the way I look at it is that we this is why we I'm doing the show and why the media is so important because that's how we will push the policies and it's already been successful as you see with oh, the $15 minimum wage which is much too low i know that it should be at least the $30 who are still out there no i get it the but there's no you listen you, uh, uh, i cannot be completely hopeless we have to continue to fight this is how we fight you know, I mean, we get, you fight with the with the weapons you have. We look at the ah, situation. That's your side. But what are you trying to accomplish? But what do you think will happen by just being um, critical in general? And I like why? What is the purpose of just saying, "Well, f Joe Biden. He's a liar." He lied to me, and he killed people now, and That's what am I going to do? Well, because, of course, none of Hold on a second. Hold on a second. We'll be right back talking to Natalie Davis from FYI Nation. Call in show. All right, I'm back. This is Tara Devlin talking to Natalie Davis. Her new show, the FYI Nation Call-In What's it called? Uh, the Call-In Show is starting on Monday morning, 9 a.m. to noon. And it's going to be a humdinger if I can. Uh, I have a little bit of a psychic ability. I know it's going to be good. So start your day with Natalie Davis at FYINation.com. Call in and uh, you can discuss all, all of this. So what what were we saying? <laughs> you're, so you're, you, you were saying that. See, here's the thing. I don't well, you're, feel you're, like. You're what? working from the, 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 the status quo uh, framework. The status quo framework is work with what we've got. Well, I and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I get that for for those of you who ascribe to that. I can't because I've got sixty years where I've not had joy, and so I look at the situation and I talk to a lot of people and I hear about things about cellular damage on a generational scale, and I yes. know that it's true because I I. Again, study anthropology as part of what I do. I see the difference in health results or outcomes for people of color as opposed to the unwarranted default. Mm-hmm. Um, these things I know, all of the people who are so wedded to the dream that they were told as a child, uh, we can band together and we can fix the system well, the, the truth be told, Terry, you've never done it. It's never happened. The FDR, yay! That left out a whole lot of people deliberately. Yes, I know. We, that's what, what we, we talk about, people, the racist... Uh, but what happened when people started talking about it 20 years after that? They rewrite the racial hierarchies and such. What do you Things mean? Things are moved around like chess pieces within foundational documents that run the bureaucracy of this white supremacist nation to keep it that way. 
There have to be black mm-hmm. bodies on the bottom to serve the rest. Okay, we understand That's- that. But yeah. what is the solution in what you're the advocating? The solution is to do something different. Insanity mm-hmm. is doing the same thing. But what is that? What is that? What is that? And expecting change. I know that, but what? That's why what we have, what we're doing. But you see, I'm demanded to have an answer. Everybody else, the young Lawrence at default says, "No, you have to stick to our answer, even though it's never." Nobody's free. saying that. But what? And what is your solution, though? What? What are your? What's your solution? I'm just. What is? What? Uh, what's the plan, man? What's the plan? Do you, you know what I'm saying? Well, one little black girl gets to figure out all for all the rest of you, eh? Okay. Okay, yeah. My solution is ditch capitalism entirely. It's immoral. It's inhumane by definition. Any system that is set up that it can only succeed through the exploitation of others should not exist. Okay. Well, that we know that's There's not happening wage. anytime, okay. you know. Okay. Why isn't there a maximum wage? <laughs> I know. That's why we we do our show well i do my show so we can help shift the paradigm that's why you know i'm trying to i need i need to i need to stop this nation and start something that's actually workable because none of this is it can't be because it was spoiled from the very beginning Hmm. if you start something in evil it remains in evil wow and that's what this country that is not mine and never was intended to be is mm-hmm. so okay I'm, I'm not sure with where to go with that <laughs> because it's like yeah it was well here's the thing you know i've talked to a lot of people and i've had some people get really 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 dark about it you think about it from the day you're born you're told by every system by every tv program by everything you read by everything in the status quo that you're filled and you believe it about yourself, too, because that, too, is part of the plan, mm-hmm. because they need you to become what you're never going to be accepted as the actual default because you're left then by their definition. And it's their definition that carries the day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So what do you do? Either you do what most do and that's play along and get along and vote Democrat. Or you go the other direction. And you take the educational route because it's the only peaceful one. Mm-hmm. And you just teach and teach and teach and teach till you drop that dead. Right. Because as one, one homeless woman said to me, I think about killing myself every day. But then I think back to my great-grandmothers who were raped by white men. They didn't kill themselves. They kept going. So mm-hmm. people like me don't have that as an option. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't have that right. Just like the other rights, we don't have that right either. Right. We don't have the right to escape. I can only fight evil the best way I know how. And that's through my journalism. That's through mm-hmm. education and trying to get through this rock-headed mainstream to tell them they're on the wrong path and them trying to shove it down my throat to make me complicit. That's not cool. Mm-hmm. Okay. I had a former friend say to me during the election, and this is somebody, you know, she knows my kids, I know her kids. She says, we know things are bad for you, but you really need to put that aside for us. You for need to us? vote the way we tell you to for us. 
So some one person said something that was no, 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 inartful. No, 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 no. Many, 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 many. Well, who cares? Many, many, many. Whatever. Who cares? Why does that fucking matter? When I mean, some people said something stupid. When it's pr- I mean, no, who cares? It's pretty much 90% of the people I know. So they say you got to vote the way we want you to vote? I mean, I don't know. I'm just... Yeah. Nobody's... But I'm just uh, saying, this one woman I bring up, because she was the one who at least was had the balls to say it directly. The okay. other one's couched in all this nice stuff. Well, all you right. know, you know, honey, you know, sweetie. She said it straight out. We know you're having a shitty time. We're sorry, but it really doesn't matter. You need to do for us because Trump. All right. I have no idea who these people are that are saying these things to you. These so members of the Democratic Party. Okay. These but they're not. Are they the re- representatives are... or the spokespeople? It's just a couple no, no, of people no, 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 no. who are like saying something no, dumb. And no, that's just no, the way people are. No, not a couple of people. All right. Not it doesn't matter. I don't really. It doesn't. It seems like it's there's. Who cares? You know what I'm saying? Who fucking cares that some two if people you, said vote this Tara, fucking p- way? Yes. I mean, who Tara, cares? If you if you if you've lost ninety percent of the people in your existence as a result, you care. Well, um, I don't. Because I, I just don't know what to say. <laughs> That's very odd. The situation and their demand was. Do what we want. Okay, to do. I don't. They, I no. Who are these and fucking people? Name them. We will get them on the show. I don't I understand. Like, who cares? These are, these are people in my world. People with whom I've worked. Okay. People who I thought were friends since <laughs> childhood, relatives, all sorts of people I no longer have any dealings with. About ninety percent of the people in my world okay. have been cut off. I'm sorry to hear that. Because of Joe Biden. Hmm. Hmm. All right. And this one woman, this one woman I bring up because she was the only one who said it directly. Okay. You okay. don't matter. Do what we want. All right. But that is the same message I got from everybody else. I've had so many people come to me and say, what are you talking about? Of course you're a Democrat. How right. dare you? All right. You know? All right. Listen, listen, um, let's wrap it up. This is, uh, you know, I'm not really sure where to go with this. So, um, you know, the show is uh, the Progressive Voices point part of the show is uh, about coming to an end. So um, let's just plug your show. And obviously it's going to be a good one and very, you know, uh, I don't know if it's controversial, what the what the appropriate word educational It is definitely a different perspective. So um, I'm looking forward to it. Different perspectives available, Tara. I think so. Well past time. I mean, I find you know that's a pretty. I love you so much. Oh well, thank you. I love you so much because you know that. Mm. Well, thank you. You're willing to put it out there because you walk the walk, Tara Devlin. Oh well, thank you. Well, thank you, thank you. Well, and so do you, Natalie. And I'm very, uh, uh, very excited about your new show. I look forward to calling in myself, uh, especially, I look to it as well. <laughs> especially We're all when talk food. right. Oh well, I don't know a thing about food. I I, I buy uh, <laughs> buy food from the 99 cent store. Who cares? You know what I mean. All right, here comes the music. This is the end of the Progressive Voices show, part of the show. So if you want to listen to the rest of the show, go to YouTube.com or 
uh, slash C. What am I doing? YouTube.com slash C for channel slash Tara Buster. Or listen on the podcast. Uh, remember to subscribe, like, all that stuff. Become a patron at Patreon.com slash Tara Devlin. And we will win. We're on the right side of history. We're on the right side of decency, dignity, and democracy. We stick together. We win. My name is Tara Devlin. I'm talking to Natalie Davis from FYINation.com. Check out her show starting Monday at 9 a.m. live. Call in. We will win. I'll see you soon. All righty. Well, thank you so much, Natalie, for calling in and uh, uh, really uh, peaking our whatever's <laughs> our brain cells or or, uh, or not, you know a uh, an evocative, a provocative conversation, right? That's what's that's good. And your voice is very much needed. Are you still here, Natalie? Oh, I think she hung up. Look at that. I think she just uh, uh, hung up the phone. Okay, well, that was Natalie Davis. And like I said, go to FYINation.com on Monday morning, 9 a.m., 9 to noon, every every uh, every day, every goddamn weekday. Every goddamn day of the week. You got to give her credit. That's for sure. So that's a, I mean, it's a, will be definitely a, a provocative way to start the day. All right, let's keep on going. Like we were talking with Natalie and, um, wait, hold on. Let me get rid of this here. Boom. Okay. This is just getting out of the call, call center. Okay. Um, so here's the thing. The Supreme Court, when I heard that the Supreme Court had, um, st- wait, hold on, drop the call. Okay, that's how you do it. The Supreme Court had put the end, uh, the kibosh, onto the eviction moratorium. I, th- I just thought to myself, you know, how much longer are we going to take it? Because... We know that the Supreme Court is is illegitimate, and that's why we do the show. That's why I do my show, because um, we're trying to push the, the country, the, the people. See, the, the, that's the way things change. When everyone's, when people's minds change, everything starts with an idea, uh, as simple as it sounds. That's how the American Revolution started, is as a whisper, as an idea that was passed on uh, under penalty of imprisonment. As we know, in the, in the liberal age of enlightenment, they, uh, many people went to jail for writing such radical things like, we don't need a king and an aristocracy that this is that, that that there are other ways that the that the working class that people um need to be valued i mean that those are radical ideals and the american revolution you know the their version of the of the independent podcast was the pamphleteers 
who passed around the pamphlets that people talked about in the tea shops. That's how it started. You know how difficult it is to, 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 when you think about, when you imagine how this country, how the people, the early, this, the, the revolutionaries were able to overthrow the, the most powerful military on earth at the time and uh, overthrow a system that had been in place for thousands of years. I mean, it's beyond comprehension to, to even imagine that, which began many uh, other democracies all around the world started, you know, like dominoes, started to um, overthrow their oppressive systems. And um, yeah, so what was I saying? Um, the oh, First of all, I have to, let me, before I keep going, I want to thank you all for your super chats. I just saw your chats. Thank you, of course, Jim. Another super chat. Two super chats in a row. Ray's tip jar. You saw Ray? He's here? Where'd he go? And Evolve One writes, over 2,000 Americans died of COVID-19 on Thursday, the 26th of August. Will we ever get out of this? Well, not if the Republicans have anything to do with it. Um, And thank you, Jeffrey. Jeffrey Giraffe, for your incredibly, uh, very generous super chat. Thank you so much. And thank you, Stephen Lee, for your super chat. Fist-pumping Hawley calling for Biden to resign when his former boss committed treason. Josh, stop spelling mind groping for his farts. <laughs> exactly. That's what I was thinking, Stephen. And GD, JD, thank you for your super chat. Hello, everyone in the chat. JD writes... Well, hello, JD. So, but when I was, uh, when I heard about the eviction moratorium being murdered by the Supreme Court, I just thought that not only how much longer are we going to take it, but when I, I, I tried to search my memory banks for any time that a, um, that the Supreme Court, all the Republicans in general, made the American people's lives easier or better or did something to help. But here we are again in another crisis in the middle of this pandemic and the Republicans illegitimately put on the Supreme Court, all of them illegitimate. They, um, are doing all they can to kill more Americans because that's why the eviction moratorium was in place. So it's because of the damn pandemic. When are we going to get out of this, you ask? Not anytime soon because of them. So the eviction moratorium, not only is it appalling that anyone can be... Uh, without a home here in the richest country on earth. This is disgusting. And um, we're supposed to be, okay, grateful for that? I don't know. But then the the Republicans on the Supreme Court come in and we're trying to get through this pandemic. Like you said, over 2,000 Americans died of COVID-19 on Thursday. And here comes the Supreme Court to make it worse. To make it effing worse, because they, what is the reason the CDC was able to put this moratorium in place was because um, gathering, when you kick people out of their homes, then what happens? And they have to go to, they end up going to a shelter. It, you end up 
cohabitating with a lot of other people uh, and thereby and therefore the the covid vac uh, virus spreads that way P having people on the streets having people with no um permanent roof over their head doesn't give uh those um, somewhere to shelter in place clearly this is why it's gonna make just like the sturgis rally they're now tracing all of the cases that stem from the Sturgis rally that we warned, that we knew about. And here we are. Uh, the Sturgis rally, well, let me see. What is, what's the exact number, Sturgis? It's disgusting. I hate them. I ha uh, how much impact? Let me see. Sturgis rally is what a super spreader event looks like. South Dakota cases quintuple after the Sturgis motorcycle rally. Can you believe this? I know I say that a lot. Can you believe that? Because I can't even believe it sometimes. And the, the, the Supreme Court um, and the Republican Party, I really am at a loss. I want to know I, if anybody can help me out here. Have they ever done a damn thing to help the American people, the average people? of this country? Absolutely not. And in fact, they see this situation and they know how uh, dangerous and detrimental it's going to be when people don't are getting kicked out. As that's bad enough. Then you have add the pandemic on top of it. And they just guaranteed more dead Americans, more needlessly dead Americans. And I can't stand them. I hate them. What? What make? What? What is that? What is? What is wrong with them? When you, who would look at this situation, and say, you know what? This, what we could really do here is um, kick people out of their houses, make sure that it's even worse, that the pandemic, that this crisis gets even worse. Why? What, now, the, if the shoe was on the other foot, let's say this was a pandemic of the 1% solely. The pandemic, like when the banks crashed, right? There was a, you could say there was a pandemic of the banksters. What happens? They all rush to the aid of the, uh, uh, of the greedy grifters, of course. If this was a pandemic of the rich... Do you think the Supreme Court would make a ruling, any detrimental ruling that would make that worse? I can't, I can't imagine. I can't fathom that in any, in any form, way, shape, or form. Here, for example, actually, here's some mask holes at a town hall meeting in Missouri. It's extremely clear that masking is unnecessary for children. Can you believe it is these child people? abuse. You are No, no, you are child abuse. You are. You know what's abusive? Putting a child on a goddamn ventilator. We told the story about the, there was a person who, a young person had COVID. His family was vaccinated. He wasn't from a family of mask holes. He was just a, um, he was an outlier. And he refused to get the vaccine. His mother was pushing him to get it. And he 
he wouldn't get it. And he got COVID when, and he called his mother and he was like, mom, you're going to kill me. I have COVID. Well, to make a long story short, he ended up in the ICU on the ventilator. He almost died. He's like 19 years old. And he had to get a double, a double lung transplant at 19 because of COVID because he didn't get the vaccine. And I, I cannot, I can't take these filthy, disgusting mass calls, these anti-vax morons, the outrage. This is what we're up against. Statistically, abusing our children. Abusing our children? We won't let you do that anymore. I've sent you emails listing all the studies that show What's... the negative impacts. I mean, where are you getting these studies, bitch? From the Kremlin? I mean, these fucking assholes. I'm so sick of them. I sent you studies. Well, I think um, that Dr. Fauci and the experts and the virology experts know a little bit more than you from perusing Facebook, you dumb basic bitch. I'm sorry, and that's a stupid shirt. Not that I'm a fashionista. I'm only kidding. I just... I don't care. It's a very basic bitch shirt. Masks are having on our children, our babies. Our babies. I demand that these mask mandates be rescinded. I demand. Can you fucking take this shit anymore? Masking healthy children teaches them to fear their friends, fear their teachers, and fear that they may be spreading a disease that they do not oh have. Oh my God. Another another thing to trigger the little white Johnny and Janie into thinking I'm an oppressor and I can spread a disease. This isn't America. What makes us great? How can we be a great country if I can't do uh, what I want as an eight year old at all times? How can we how, do, how can we expect to live in this tyranny of t others trying to tell us that we're not the center of the universe, that we live in a civilization with other people, and that maybe we affect each other? And doing the simplest thing isn't an assault on your liberty. It's actually a civic duty that makes us free, you stupid bunch of freaks. Why is it always these these white these pasty white moron? What makes white people more susceptible to bullshit? What is that about? It's embarrassing. As somebody who has the pigment of Casper the Ghost, it is embarrassing to me. You're making me look bad. Morons. Really, it's an embarrassment. Don't you aren't you embarrassed? I, if you're, you think you're smarter than a doctor because you read a meme on Facebook and what, who the hell is lying to you about the vaccine? Cause f over 4 billion human beings have taken the vaccine. We so, so you could say we've extensively studied it and we know that COVID is going to kill you. It might actually, even if you get it, you might be affected by it for your entire life. So we, we, these are things we know. But who are you? 
What do you know, bitch? You don't even know to turn off Facebook. You don't even know what you don't know. That's how ignorant they are. They don't even know what they don't know, and they think they know it all. Necessary, ineffective, abusive, illegal. <laughs> that summarizes masks. We should be <laughs> oh, building you, our you immune system. You whiners. Not, not putting masks on them. There's hell coming. There's hell coming, and I'm not doing it to threaten anybody. But there's a lot of good guys out there ready to do bad things soon. Wow. You see this? Watch what's coming. Unbelievable. Watch what's coming. Oh, is that a threat again? Yet another threat from these totally not racist, totally America-loving, so-called uh, patriots who, who have no problem functioning in a free democratic society, a multiracial democratic society. They have no problem there, right? They just... They just don't like uh, when anybody tells them something, what to do. That They don't like being reminded that they're not the center of the universe, that with um, freedom become, becomes responsibility, that we're in this together. And here's what it comes down to. They simply... It, it always uh, it always comes down to racism because they just don't want to give a shit about anybody with darker pigment. That's it. Tickle that racist funny bone. It's there. It's very, it's easily tickled and they will happily respond. It's like scratching a dog's belly and his leg goes. But they're, they're just, they're tedious. It's the goddamn cure for insomnia, these pricks. I hate them. I really hate them. Can we talk about the hate? There's a something coming, and I don't want to tell you. I'm gonna. I'm not a violent person, but I'm because we're sick of it. It's coming. Shut up. Get the fuck out. Why don't you secede already? Right? Secede. Just secede. Go away. Go Galt. But go. Above all, no matter what, just go. Say nothing, you know? <laughs> like in the movies, you're just like, shh, just say nothing. It's best. Put, their, put your finger on their lips. Shh. Goodbye. Oh, my God. It's, it's unbelievable. Well, I, I'm, I'm just... It just gets like... Enough. Enough. And it's the stupidity. And so obviously we were, when we were talking to Natalie, she was, she has a few views. I'm not a hundred percent on board with whatever. And, um, but it does come down to it, a couple of things. Here's, it, it comes down to education it, and it comes, and this is what we're doing here. It comes down to this media Moving this narrative down the road, uh, moving the uh, the paradigm, we're shifting it. That's why we talk about reclaiming patriotism and educating the American people. And because people have a fundamental 
um, they have a fundamental awareness of fairness. And there's been many studies about on, on infants. Is this something that is taught? Is it is it innate? And the conclusion and the obvious evidence is is indisputable that human beings are wired for interdependence. We um, mother nature put this in us. So we can live together, and because together, I mean, we can we could survive alone, but together we can thrive. We could, I could never um, go to the moon on my own. That required a lot of human brain power and energy and education. So that's what we can do when we put our minds to something positive together, because we're in this together. We're not all, you know, some people are all, we, this is what I believe fundamentally too, because we all have value. We're, not that everyone has the same abilities or, or skills. We're not all, so we have different strengths and weaknesses, but strengths and weaknesses we all do have. So we're, that's why we're better together. You know, um, we do that's i mean this is what i believe in fundamentally we all have value and um really what's the meaning of life so all right what was i saying but anyway uh, what what um why do i keep saying what was i saying i don't know i have these verbal tics it's annoying i know i apologize we all have them i'm trying to be aware of things but oh well um so education, so and this is what we're doing here. This is part of educating people, but public education in itself is so vital for democracy to function. This is how you cultivate a democracy. It's part of it because you have to teach your the young people that uh, democracies and republics are 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 fallible that they fail that they require commitment and they and cultivation and dedication and awareness and we're not teaching these things we're not even teaching civics anymore but that's the way the republicans like it this is why they've been attacking all of the pillars of democracy for so many years and and if there are any democrats listening from the democratic party that this is how it has to be framed. You have to, whenever they come for education or the press or um, any or or living wages, we have to let the American people know that. Uh, just say why are the Republicans undermining democracy? Why are they coming for the pillars of democracy? Instead, you know what the Democrats do especially in regard to education, they just say, oh, um, yes, we all want you to have freedom and choice. This freedom and choice shit, bullshit, has been um, ridden <laughs> to death, don't you think? We've, we've ridden that freedom and choice canard into a ditch, for sure. Because um, that's it's not freedom. That's not freedom... To, we're trying to protect freedom. Being able to homeschool your little brat 
to teach them that uh, Jesus rode a dinosaur and the earth is 3,000 years old isn't in the best interest of our civilization. Well, this is my, ch- my child, my whatever. Well, are they a part of this community? And here we go. This is why the Republicans, they want all the benefits of the civilization. They don't want any of the, the responsibilities. But that's part of it. We have, to, we have a responsibility to educate the children and the, the citizens of this country, the future citizens, the future leaders. You know, that, that's why. We don't want to be living in a country of ignoramuses, but, you know, uh, but this is why they go after public education, because that's where you get taught about the labor movement and uh, just democracy itself. So, and you have to have a common story. That's the other thing with, in order to have a functioning civilization, we have to have a common story and we don't. The common story, the Republicans don't want to tell the truth about our, the founding of this country. Why not? It is what it is, right? That's what, uh, isn't that what Trump said when, when talk, well, only when talking about dead soldiers. It is what it is. But here's Candace Owens, a real, talk about a basic bitch. Oh, man, this bitch. Here's Candace Owens going on an anti-education rant. Turns out that nobody needs a gender studies major when something breaks down in their house. You s- so they graduate college and they have no means to make money. You know what that turns them into? An angry person. A person that hates their country. A person that... Look at her. What is, what is wrong with her? How do you get to be such a demon? I, it must be born. She has to be born that way. To be so horrible. She's just a horrible human shield. Well, as the lower third says, horrible person slash waste of human DNA slash human shield for GOP bigotry. That's what she is. But, of course, she's attacking education. She goes on to say that she, she, wants to, she wants to tell all of her listeners to take their kids out of school. Because Republicans need them nice and stupid. Exactly. <laughs> Jim on the chat. She finally got the accurate title. That's right. That's the way they should... They have to title her on corporate media, but they never do. Thinks that there's something fundamentally wrong and backwards about America, especially about capitalism. Wow. Because look, they did everything right. They stayed in school and they can't make any money. They don't know how to change a tire. They don't know how to change a light bulb. In fact, the kids that they were convinced were stupid, you know, kids that went to trade school back in high school, they're making more money in them. No one churning out. You see what a lying bitch she is. No liberal attacks um, people for going to trade school. In fact, whatever, whenever we're trying to pass something, we include, uh, like in Bernie Sanders' education bill, it was also uh, for people to go to trade school. That's what we've been advocating for forever, that you, do, you shouldn't have to become an indentured servant to a bankster, go to school, 
and higher education pay hundreds of thousands of dollars. You shouldn't have to do that in order to make a living wage. And even those who do that and go to school, they come out and they're unable to make a living wage. She's whining about it, saying, oh, you shouldn't have taken gender studies. What's with this gender study? She keeps referring to gender studies because, you know, that triggers the Republicans. They start thinking about vaginas and they, they, get, all, they, they get all uncomfortable because they still haven't found the clitoris after all this time. So they're... They, 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 she knows who she's talking to, Candace. Oh, she's also very well funded by the billionaire, uh, well, by the Mercer family and the Cokes. That's who they are. The billionaires send human shields out there like this bitch, Candace Owens, to, to say this shit, to spread her hate, her ignorance and hate. And they go after gender studies, although, in my opinion, here's the thing. That's the mark of a civilization. When you have a functioning civilization and it's running and functioning and people are working and have, and have decent lives, decent middle-class lives, it opens up your mind, your time, your freedom to study life in all of its complexities which I know triggers the Republicans. They can't stand it. That's why they need a big orange asshole to save them from the scary, complex world, of, of which he doesn't understand either. But he's just a dick, and they like that because they're cruel and they enjoy it. Well, here. Even her face. Just look at her face. Who, who is... I want to speak to somebody who's related to her. How do they handle her? How do they stand her? What, what goes on on Thanksgiving? a professor in the nothing that they ever learned. Oh, wait, here, here let me rewind this. They go out and they become the Antifa thugs that you see on the streets. The Black Lives Matter thugs that you see on the streets. Oh, you see? You, that's your human shield. She, the Black Lives Matter thugs, they need her to say that because that gives them permission. The Black Lives Matter thugs. Nothing uh, uh, about the Capitol rioters the capital traitors, the, how about all the traitors that infest the Republican Party that all over the country right now interrupting and adding their um, insanity to school board meetings and council meetings to scream and yell about freedom and, and bullshit. The idiot professors that teach the kids the nothing that they know. Because all they could become was a professor in the nothing that they ever learned. The gender studies programs. That uh, is what is happening right now in the education system. Why are you so angry, bitch? You're getting bank bucks and that's all that matters to you from billionaires. What is your... Why do you hate yourself? Why do you hate... Uh, those with darker pigment. I mean, you must hate yourself. Anybody who listens to Candace Owens, can you imagine some, like, people actually tune her in on purpose? I'm sick of it. We are intentionally churning out useful idiots. So I will ask but you the question again. Look in the mirror, Candace. Why are you sending your children to school? 
There is a lot going on in this country right now. And let me tell you something. This is the most important battle. The battle for future generations. Oh my God. If we do not win this battle, nothing else will matter. Nothing, none of the arguments, nothing will matter. If these kids grow up. Wow. And they belong to the system. America will fall. <laughs> I wish you would fall. I legally and peacefully right out of my life. To mothers and speaking to fathers and telling you guys that the time is now. Listen to, to this pull bitch. your kids out. Bring your children back home. They will learn more okay, in your master. household. Yes. I don't care how Whatever you, you have say. to organize. I Maybe if you get a billionaire you can do it. to fund it all. Organize with people down the street. Pull your children out of these indoctrination camps. Save the children. Save the future generation. And you will save America in the process. That's the only way you can tolerate it. Damn. That was a that was an interesting bit of performance art from another human shield for Republican bigotry. But there you go. That's the that's a glimpse. They hate education. They because they hate America. Public education is part of the pillars of democracy. When you attack public education, you're attacking democracy. So why do you hate democracy, Republicans? Why do you want to set America up to fail? Why don't you want to invest in America, invest in the youth? You think everybody should what? Do, do Go be a, a high-frequency trader? Or just a trader, T-R-A-I-T-O-R, like you? Um. This, this, the fact that we have gender studies classes, that's a good thing because it's a sign that we are a civilized nation. And it is a sign if all things are working, that's what we get to do. We get to discuss our culture. We get to discuss our civilization to make the best out of this short period of time that we're sharing together. And maybe we learned something that we could pass on and maybe make the world a better place before we leave it. Leaving no one behind. That's all that gender studies classes are. You, excuse me, you um, horrible person. Candace Owens, you horrible. What, what happened to you? I mean, how do you get to be such a horrible waste of human DNA? I don't know. I can't tell. I, I don't know. Who loves wastes of human DNA? It's amazing. <sighs> so this is what we're doing. This is what we're up against. We have to continue to, this is what we do with the show to push the paradigm, to change the paradigm. And you see it's working. I believe it is. Look at, look, it has, we've seen the results of it. For example, the $15 minimum wage. Remember how pie in the sky that was? I live in New York. That's where they started on strike here. The, f the fast food workers went on strike. Bernie Sanders came and stood with the fast food workers on the picket line. And 
demanded. We were talking about $15 minimum wage. And the power structure in New York, the Democratic power structure said, oh, that's too pie in the sky. Remember that? And Hillary Clinton came out and talked about $12 minimum wage. And well, we stopped, we, we kept pushing. We never stopped pushing. Now it's like a given, even though it should be at least $30 an hour. But this is how we push. We have to continue to keep speaking out, and we will win. My name is Tara Devil. I want to thank Natalie Davis for checking out the show tonight, for coming on the show, and for all her hard work to uh, keep the liberal media going and growing. Check out our show on FYINation.com at 9 a.m. starting on Monday morning. We will win. We're on the right side of history. We're on the right side of decency, dignity, and democracy. My name is Tara Devlin. Become a patron at patreon.com slash Tara Devlin. I'll see you soon. All right. Well, that was an interesting show. What do you think? And thank you, Richard W., for your super chat, another great show, Tara. And thank you, Pookie's Mama Irene, for your super chat. Pookie's Mama Irene says, I hate them too, Tara. I hate them too. Thank you. At least we're in this together. We all hate the same things. Well, we hate we hate injustice. We hate hypocrisy. We're... This is what we're doing. We're trying. To, well, we will win. They know that. That's why they have to pretend. It's, it's even like the um, the uh, the the Texas fascist bastards all go, oh, getting upset. Let's not call me racist. It's that goes to show you that they know we will win. They know that they have to pretend they are us. So. It's not working, obviously. They're, they're not pretending hard enough because we're teetering on fascism. Well, we're, we're in fascism, really. All right. <laughs> Haiku. People are asking about the cats in the chat room. Where are the cats? No cats tonight? Haiku says, cats are on strike against the tyrant Tara. <laughs> I wouldn't doubt it. Where are they? They're such assholes. I hate them. No, I love them. What are you... I'm only kidding. I love my cats. I love my cats. I actually wrote a song about that once. It goes like this. I love my cats. I love my cats. What do you think about that? That's the song. All right. I got to go cut the show down for Progressive Voices, and hopefully we'll have a show as soon as we can. We There's so many other things we need to talk about. You know that. You know it. And I see Mark in the chat room. Mark Middlestat, our millennial correspondent, go to hit right now. Go to his, I think it's in the description, actually. Did I put it in the description? His, the links to Shaping Progress. Go there, join Shaping Progress. Just like it. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Hit the notification bell at Shaping Progress. It's, if it's not in the links in the description, it soon will be, so... I think it's there, actually. I can't really tell while I'm on the air. Oh, no, it is there. It is there. Okay. All right. Guys, guys, guys. You're what? 
don't do it, don't do it. He says, uh, uh, JD says, uh, I'm really tempted to click the thumbs down just for the algorithm. No. All right. Guys, thank you for hanging out. Thank you for everything, for keeping me going, for being the wind beneath my wings. And... You you make me want to want to keep going. All right, thank you so much for hanging out. My name is Tara Devlin. Like I said, we will win. We are on the right side of history. We're on the right side of decency, dignity, and democracy. My name is Tara Devlin. I'll see you very soon.